0: Hello and welcome to Shamanic Sundays. My name is Kimberly Pinkson and I'm here with my dad, Dr. Tom Pinkson, a psychologist and spiritual medicine teacher who has been a visionary bridge builder, bringing the ancient wisdom and teachings of indigenous elders who mentored him forward to address the challenges of the times. Thank you for joining us today. Let's get started. One. Good morning and welcome to Shamanic Sundays. My name is Kimberly Pinkson. Um, I'm here with my dad. Hey, dad.
1: Hey, hey. Buenos dias.
0: Buenos dias, Dr. Tom Tomas Pinkson. Good to be here with you and to all of our Shamanic Sundays community out there in the world.
1: Yeah. Amen to that. Thank you.
0: We um that was funny. I was gonna say we gather here today as if it was a wedding or a funeral. And um, let's say it's a birthday, it's each of our birthday today, because we show up every day and anew, and <clears throat> we're here with um for shamanic Sundays to help be um I don't know if bridge builders is the right word. We're carrying the wisdom forward that you were gifted from your uh indigenous mentors and teachers and your ancestors and, and, and you sharing that with me and many of our community members online here and Nicole and Nusi, And so we're um, here to share that. So thank you for showing up. Uh, would you start us off with a morning prayer, please?
1: Yeah. Gratitude to the uh, creative wisdom power of the universe that, that wants us to show up. The creative wisdom power energy of the universe that wants to show up because it's manifested us in the physical form and it's giving us life force with every breath. So gratitude to you, creating, Creator, creating wisdom power of the universe within us, above us, coming into us from above and from below and from each of the four directions and the central direction which is in us and we're in and is infinite gratitude for this gift of uh, incarnation and and an amazing manifestation of billions of years of evolution, our physical bodies that our spirits live in. And thank you for the opportunity, through Kimberly's vision, to uh, bring us together on Shamanic Sundays, those of us who are here now live and those who will listen uh, later at times that work for them, the schedules of their lives. Thank you for all of our lives, bringing us together, our hearts, minds, and spirits, with this day of being alive, like you said, give me a Birthing Day, uh, telling us, what do we want to birth? What qualities of consciousness and being do we want to, want to birth on this day that we're given? We've got no guarantee of tomorrow, but we've got 100% certainty of right now. So that's what we got to work with. So thank you, Great Spirit, for right now. and and the opportunity to open ourselves, our awareness, the gift of awareness that you give us and all the different levels of our trans trans uh, dimensional being to um, to receive information through those bandwidths of awareness and when we choose it as I do and, and I know Kimberly you do and I think everybody's listening into this, chooses to, uh, to uh, open our awareness to the Wisdom guidance of how we can best show up to to live the truth of who we are, what we are. Sacred, worthy, luminous beings of love that is forgiving and receiving to help heal the wounds of the world. Oh.
0: Oh, amen. Thank you. Can you Um, just want to check technical question? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay, great. Okay. I thought for some reason my audio went out. Um, I see a couple of our, our um, friends are, are from calling in from West Marin. So I hope the, the weather, you guys are doing okay over there with the <clears throat> big waves last week and the rains this week.
1: Yeah. Um, Central, yeah. Some of that down this way. I'm, I'm talking to, to, to uh, a Bayeta a rain spirit goddess, to bring some of her, her medicine down this way to Southern California. We need it.
0: Oh. 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 Thank you. So <clears throat> I was thinking about, um, we had a question last week about animal um, spirits and, and bringing in your animal allies, and um, we dug into quite a few things last week, that included, but I feel like we didn't do that justice to the question. So um, I thought we could dig a little bit more into that. Um, and I wanted...
1: Well, excuse me, me do you guys listen Notice her? She just busted me that I didn't fulfill what the person asked last week. Busted.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know that's my daughterly job. I have to bust you sometimes, right? And you do it somewhat. Um, well. But I think last week, if my memory serves me correctly, and um, uh, it does sometimes and doesn't always, but that uh, that that it was me that led us astray just as much as you. Sometimes you lead us astray more than I do. But last week, I think
1: it was um, it
0: was both of us.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I trust that process of being led astray. I yes. That's the spirit, you know. The great spirit saying, "Hey, you're dreaming too small on what you're focusing on. I want, I want to want a wider bandwidth."
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I love that phrase that you use. That a lot, Dad. You say you're dreaming too small. Yeah. What does that mean to you when you say that?
1: It means I've I've fallen asleep into uh, limiting what's possible for me to manifest in a given moment of being alive to my to an identity. Connected with my physical body and my ego, dreaming too small. Okay, thank never, you. Whatever my ego can dream up is, is obviously ego-oriented, and, and it's going to serve ego. It's not going to necessarily serve others or the greatest good, and I'm more interested in being a part of a process that moves from identity based on me, 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 or Western Eurocentric conditioning based on false perceptions of separation to, to we, we, we moving from me to we to to, to awareness of uh, our sacred unity of Laha, our sacred unity and listening to its stream asking its stream accessing that wisdom that knows how to how to manifest uh, out of a field of, of infinite possibility the universe that we live in and we're living in it i'd rather tune into that wisdom and say, hey, what'd you have in mind here and, and birthing us here and, and protecting us to bringing us this far in our lives and giving us the gifts that we have of self-awareness and what we've learned from our teachers and from life. What, what, what would you like to use us to, uh, to dream through on this, this uh, reality that we're experiencing? What would you like to dream through us? It's gonna contribute to fullest blossoming, greatest good of everybody, a win-win world. So that's a bigger dream, All right?
0: Oh, thank you, thank I you, mean. thank you. Yeah, well, we got
1: distracted again from the power animals. So what, there we what...
0: go. Okay, well, so let's start our next our next topic of the morning. <laughs> let's talk about um, the blue deer, and and you use that in a lot of your work, um, a lot of your your imagery. There's a blue deer. Could you talk to us a little bit about how the deer spirit came to you as a as an ally in your
1: life? show first vision quest which was when Uh, 1972 i think um my 50th year coming up a vision quest in march coming up i can already feel the the medicine of that working in me and uh curious to who spirit's going to bring in to join me i know you are may it be so and uh, a few others uh when we go out on quest so my first time up in the mountains um alone in solitude and fasting up in the high sierra about ten thousand feet in the uh, high sierra yeah um scared scared shitless uh, because there were bears around and i'd seen them and had, had to deal with them before when i was with my group of um of uh outward bound uh folks that um were part of a team i put together with a few wilderness skilled people to create a, a wilderness program for for um, working with heroin addicts. I was directing a drug treatment program working with heroin addicts in the early 70s and it brought these people together to help me develop a program for heroin addicts using the wilderness environment and particular experiences that Outward Bounded to develop. So anyway, I asked them all to put it together a, a week of uh, going out in the wilderness and taking us through experiences to, to open us up, crack us up open, like mountain climbing and rock climbing. And and, um, and then the period of, of solitude, fasting alone uh, away from the group where was all sitting back by the warm fire at night, but you were in the darkness by yourself, um, which, which, as I said, scared the shit out of me. So it was a really long, anxious night. And just before I, I tried to, uh, you know, father, the Sun went down, and I was trying to get into my sleeping bag because it was cold up there, high elevation at night. And um, I, heard, uh, I heard some crackling in the, in the woods behind me. I mean, it was, I was, I was immersed in woods, but in the woods behind me, and adrenaline coursed through me. Was it a bear coming? And, and I turned around, all freaked out, and, and I saw a deer, just a, a deer walking gently and softly and consciously just slow deer like Tai Chi through the trees. It saw me, looked at me. I could feel some energy coming from that deer to kind of like a reassuring energy. You, you're gonna be okay. You, you, can, you can lighten up. You can, you can let, let go of some of that constriction that you got going on there and, and, and uh, surrender with faith and trust that, that uh, you're being protected, you're gonna be okay. So I got that energy. Uh, I think even on a deeper level than my conscious mind was fully aware of at the time. And um, and then um, when when the darkness finally hit and the cold finally hit to the point where I couldn't stay out anymore, I got into I got into my sleeping bag, no tent, just my sleeping bag. So there was a the magnificent sky up above and the stars. And just but it was a long night, because every time I heard a noise of crack in the woods, adrenaline sh- sh- shot through me, and uh, and um, just rigid with fear, and then look into the darkness, breath, all constricted, body all constricted in fear and tightness, and, and see, okay, I don't see a bear, so I guess I'm okay for right now, and then try to fall asleep again, and... Uh, and get woken up by the next noise that came up. So it was a very long, long night. And finally, when, when uh, the light of pre-dawn came in and I, and I was so joyful that the, the light was coming and would dispel the darkness and I'd be able to see and I was saved and I was alive and hallelujah, I made it through the night. I was just full with, full with joy. And, and it came into my awareness and that joy, uh, remembering the experience with the deer And I thought back to, well, that message the deer gave me that I was gonna be okay. And it was sending, sending like both like, like, like a gentle strength into me that um, even though I would be, continue to be fearful and anxious through the night, I would be okay. On the deeper level, I would be okay, I was okay. I was gonna survive and make it. And in fact, that's what happened. And so I felt this connection uh, to the deer as a helper that really helped me through a scary hard hard time with the medicine it gave me and, and in that particular uh, time, nineteen seven, let's see, when, when, when did I start? Seventy two, yeah. Uh, I didn't really have a knowledge about power animals. Uh, just wasn't part of my my call it if you will, my cosmovision, my understanding of reality. But that experience with the door, with the deer opened the doorway. The deer opened the doorway. Um, to be able to uh, connect with a deep that it was existing, um, whatever you want to call it, I call it spirit, um, that I could access my connection with awareness and, and and get the strength I needed to do what I needed to do and and survive through the night and be okay. So I felt great gratitude to for the deer, and when I coming home from that. Um, experience driving home from that experience of the 24 hours of solitude and really realizing what power what transformational power that that 24 hours of fasting and being quote-unquote alone in solitude in a wilderness setting <clears throat> revealed to me and helped me see and work with and, 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 and grow and understand more deeply how things work so I realized I'm just scratching the surface of, of that experience. I, I want to get more of it. And so on the way home, I stopped at a bookstore in, in uh, Sausalito. The Lord lived in Marin at the time. And, and this book jumped out called Lame Deer, Seeker of Visions, about uh, Lakota Wichasawakan a medicine man, a particular kind of medicine man. And I opened up the book and started reading from the first page. Well, Lame Deer was talking about when he was a teenager, him going through an experience... Of being in solitude, fasting, and, and "quote unquote" a wilderness environment, the same as I had just been, and, and so I felt a sense of connection with him. Oh, he understands the power of that experience, and I said, "Wonder what else is going on in his his culture that that uh, that might have been uh, gifted to him through the wisdom traditions of his culture. In this case, the Lakota, and uh, I felt a kind of a curious uh, desire to learn more about that culture that produced him, that, that, that created the opportunity for him to do his first, what I found out by reading a book, Vision Quest, because I didn't know that term, really. Uh, I had just gone on, but I had just scratched the surface of it and wanted more. And so as I read more, that's, that's what opened the doorway to wanting learning about indigenous wisdom ways. And as I did that... Uh, I learned that one of the key dynamics of that is the recognition, with with uh, how everything's connected. All of us two leggeds, when we're born at the same time, from the spirit world comes some manifestation of an animal that's connected with our soul. Our souls are connected, and that that animal's taken, that spirit's taken birth in an animal body. Um, uh, connected with us, with our soul, and has medicine to share with us, has teachings, power uh, from its being, from what it, it has that, that we as a two-legged don't have, that if we open to it, um, <clears throat> can help us in our lives. They have gifts, medicine to help us with our lives and to face our challenges in, in ways that we, we, we shift out of being victim to them and, and use the challenges and whatever those challenges push inside of us as grist for the mill like Ramdas would say to to do the work the inner work of polishing up our Stardust to wake up wise up and live now break out of the uh, the imprisonment or the ego constriction identity fee identity associated with the physical body and limiting our sen- sense of who we are to just that when we're way way more than that and so animal helpers um, power animals, uh, animal animal spirits with power, medicine power, spiritual power, are part of our lives from the get-go, whether we know it or not. Our culture doesn't teach us about that, so we don't usually connect with it, but yet it still happens. We still, people still notice. uh, In dreams, sometimes the reappearance of specific animals, uh, whatever that animal might be, or, or a particular connection to a certain animal that you've either seen, uh, in real life, or on a video, you know, TV or documentaries or something, and you just felt some connection with that animal. Well, that's that's the spirit of your animal trying to get your your attention uh, to be able to connect consciously, and so it can let you know what it needs from you, what food it needs from you, so it feels valued, respected, and and connected with, um, which is through gr- gratitude and prayers for that animal's, animal's lives, that it can then still, if we open up humbly uh, to learn from it, it can teach us and give us medicine that can help us in our lives. So it's an interconnected circular loop of, of resource access that's available to all of us, but our culture doesn't teach us anything about that. So the the to finish up the responding to the question about how I connected with power animals, it was through that first encounter with the deer on my first vision quest a time of solitude in nature and that opened the doorway for me to enter into connection with indigenous wisdom elders and learn about the role of power animals in their culture and how to access them and how to feed them and how to work uh, skillfully and fruitfully with them so they can get from us what they need and, and which is our intention and gratitude and they can give to us what they have to offer to help us with our lives. And so my, I've gone out and can, over can now almost 50 years of vision questing and, and medicine journeys and pilgrimages, um, more um, power animal spirits have come to me. So there's a number of uh, power animal spirits that I work with and try to feed every day that I'm alive. So, with gratitude, so they can, so I can keep those pipes open to their input to me to help me with, with me my challenges as best I can. So that's um, so just grateful. And, and Kayamari is, is a primary. When I got involved with the Huichols, ten years after my first quest or whatever, however, however many years it was, almost ten years later, um, uh I found out their their primary spirit animal is the deer and they have a whole pantheon of deers, but the blue deer is is like, you might say, one of the main uh, jefes of the whole show and leads the people on the pilgrimage to Urikuta to find the sacred peyote medicine and harvest it ceremonially led by the shaman in ancient, traditional, respectful ways that that helps the people find their lives. That's what they say. They go to Urikuta on the pilgrimage to find our lives. And in fact, the one, one creation story that we chose, many versions, when they first got to Wiyakuta, where the peyote grows, they saw that in fact the peyote was the footprints of the blue deer in the desert. It had pranced through the desert there and left these amazing, different kind of footprints. And they got curious. They said, "What is that? Let's just check it out." And they went out and, and got the guidance about how to harvest just the top of those peyotes, the roots. They call them the bones, which still stay in the earth and can regenerate, grow new ones. And then how to how to how to clean them. Those, those those cactus tops and and um, and then how to eat them, how to take them in respectfully, and how to give back to the spirits of Wirikuta there and and to the ancestor spirits there and all that live there. So there was there was not just taking, but there was a giving back, and that's what a lot of the ceremonies are are about. But there's there it is. There's Kayamari the blue deer leaving the peyote medicine to help the people find their lives when it's taken in respectful. Uh, ceremonial way. So there's the, some sharing about the deer. All right.
0: All right. Thank you. I remember <clears throat> on Quest, Vision Quest, when you're in the Sierras, and we were all, you know, we'd broken camp, done our closing prayer, did our final, you know, check, make sure we weren't leaving anything behind. Um, and, and we got a couple hundred yards away from camp. And all of a sudden I was like, wait, I know there's something back there that I forgot. Remember this?
1: No, go ahead.
0: And I went mm-hmm. like back to camp. You know, I had my pack already on and left the group. You all waited for me. And I went back and uh, and there was a deer leg, like a freshly cho- oh, okay. chewed up, like the bottom part of a deer leg. And, uh, you know, it still had the, you know, ligaments and the little blood and stuff. and And it was like, how could none of us have seen that? three minutes earlier. Right. And so I felt like such a, like one, I was like, holy, you know what, is there a bear like right around here? (laughs) Just drop that. Um, But then I I was like, I was meant to take that deer leg. And it was, I felt like it was a very clear um, connection of a a deer calling out to me that um, the deer spirit would guide me in how to walk that next chapter of my life. And I had that bone that I wrapped up you know, with, with a special piece of um, linen that I had um, and carried it for about, I want to say about 10 years. And then and then all of a sudden, well, not all of a sudden, after 10 years, it was very clear the medicine, I needed to pass it back. And so the next quest that went back to Yosemite, I, I took it back and returned it with, of course, so much gratitude, that that was such a cool thing. But because not everyone um, gets to go out into the backcountry of Yosemite or gets to do an in-person physical trip with you or ceremony uh, with you, um, you are still doing them pretty regularly, which is awesome. So people can always reach out to you about that directly. But um, for this morning, um, I wonder: is there a drum near to you that you could grab? Well,
1: I'm in my Tukey Spirit House. It's full of drums. One, okay, two, three, four. Yeah, at least four of them.
0: Okay. Well, so will you go grab whichever one is calling out to you? Um, I want to invite folks out there to um, close your eyes for a second and, and think about a challenge that you're facing um, in your life or that you may be facing this upcoming week. And uh, just give you a second to think about that. All right. So now that you've got your drum and and you all have had a minute to think about either a challenge you're facing in your life right now or or a challenge that you know you will be facing this coming week, um, Dad, if you could guide us in a little drumming and visualization about calling in either an animal in general that we need um, support from. I see some folks are sharing jaguar, bear, river dolphin Um Dear, dear, um, for some others, perhaps. Um, but yeah, just a little drumming and and guided visualization on on calling in, opening up to an animal spirit that may need us or that we may need for the coming week. All right, okay, thank you. All
1: right, picking up this drum, it has drawings on it of different animals and the drum beat. Helping us attune to our heartbeat and the heartbeat of the universe. Sacred unity in which everything's connected. There's no such thing as a thing. It's all energy patterns, dancing, a particular relationship for a period of time. It's all energy, sacred unity. All connected. No separation. our intention, a focused energy stream of thought, of feeling, of desire to connect with. If we don't have a power animal that we're aware of, to connect for the first time. If we do have one or more through really each drumbeat reverberating through the infinite field, helping us to connect deeper with those power animals that we're already in relationship with. And through the vibration of intention and the infinite web of interconnectivity, those of us who have not yet had an experience of our power animal, everything starts with intention. And so opening yourself, opening yourself, all the dimensions of your multidimensional being, body, mind, heart, spirit, soul, creative imagination, opening yourself, sensitivity, to the field responding, the field of infinite possibility, responding to your seeking by beginning to vibrate an energy from that field of infinite possibility. spirit of your power animal receives, gets ah this one I'm connected with is, is finally or once again opening up to wanting to connect consciously and wanting to connect in a way of humility in a way of respect with a openness to learn willingness to give in a true way and so the spirit of the power animal feels the sincerity of what you seek feels the realness of it the truth of it the integrity of it and says that's what i've been waiting for and so begins to come through time and space in whatever form or way to appear in your creative imagination, in your mind's eye to, that animal being, that spirit embodied in a particular animal. Don't be attached or judged to what comes into your mind, what that is, just open and receive it. It might even be a animal that, that you don't like, or that's scary, or that looks ugly, or, or fearsome. It might even be that, like a scorpion. Nobody wants to make a, a make a cozy, uh, comfortable uh, partnership with a scorpion. Invite it into bed with you when you go to sleep at night and dream. Nobody wants to do that. And so the initial response can be uh, constriction. No, that's not what I want. I want a golden eagle or a white buffalo or a magnificent uh, stallion or whatever. That's my ego desires. But surrender with humility and receptivity to the way the mystery works. And so if you do get a scary uh, power animal like a scorpion, that's not by accident. And so it might be, well, take away the might, it's, it's bringing you, potentially bringing you insight and deeper understanding of your own nature. For instance, if I get the animal of a scorpion as a power animal, which I haven't, but just to play this out, suppose I did. One of the things that might yuck me out is, is in fear is the potential of that, that, uh, and power of that scorpion to be able to sting me in a really painful way, inducing pain and possibly even death. It's a lot of power. So that might, if I open with respectful, deeper listening, it might reveal that it's bringing me medicine. Tomas, you have the power to sting yourself and other people in a hurtful way. You have the power to do that. And if you don't take conscious ownership of that power, it will come out unconsciously. And so that power animal of the stingray is is coming to help me wake up and realize that and take responsibility for it. Because that power, instead of using that power to sting, use that power to open my heart. The tenderness and kindness and generosity Dissolving, releasing the constrictions of the ego-based identity, imprisonment of that. And open instead. Come back home into the oneness, of sacred unity. And access, conscious connection and attunement and communion with that infinite creative wisdom power. And with the help of your power animal, surrender to it. And let it teach you how to use the medicine it's showing you through its appearance. How to live your life in a direction with an intention and attention in alignment with practices that help you live your intention in the day that you're given, which is today. Towards realization of your highest potentials, and fullest blossoming and greatest good in this So when you reach the end of the road, you're able to look back on how you showed up to live your life, and you've got a big smile on your face, even as your spirit's going out, and a big smile in your heart, and you feel peaceful and good, and you're able to release into that final mystery of following the last breath out, back into the sacred oneness that on the deepest level of our being we never really left. Breathing into that, being breathed by it, breathing out, letting go what doesn't serve our fullest blossoming and greatest good, opening up a little more room for the next breath coming into us, life force, polishing up our stardust, strengthening us to meet and work with whatever our challenges are in a way of wisdom that opens the doorway to bring through fullest, blossoming, greatest good. Our lives, our families, our work in the world, and the healing of the sacred hoop. And thank you all listening for the work of your life, all the work you've done in your life to bring you to the point of be listening here and attuning your awareness to what's triggered inside of you by the beat of the drum, by the beat of the words that I'm sharing, that vibrate you. Oh, pump Hey, right. right.
0: Thank you, thank you. Love that. I always, anytime I can sit with you and have you drumming and storytelling guiding nearby it's a beautiful thing so thank you for sharing that this morning
1: yeah yeah
0: and i hope you um you all there if there's i see a couple folks um sharing some of what maybe came to them this morning if you want to share with with us you welcome that and and also just remembering that um you know, like this morning, I didn't have a specific animal come to me, but I feel a good sense of, all right, I know what the intention and in question and, you know, I'm putting out there for the week. And uh, and I feel confident and faith that that some animal is going to show up and guide me, give me what I need for this week. So if you you had a similar experience, let's uh, keep that faith together. I think of one of Corbin, my son's buddies on their first rite of passage when they were 10 years old and one of the little boys was really upset. He didn't get a power animal clearly coming to him. You may remember that dad and and eventually he got one. So
1: (laughs) we'll we'll get one,
0: yeah, trust the process.
1: We don't get everything on our ego's timing, surrender to to divine spirit's timing, divine time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, trust. Yeah, so the jaguar, deer facing fears, dancing around with joy. Bear spirit, eagle spirit. Yes, you have one more thing.
1: Yeah, just in closing, you know, with, with, with all of us um, now and in the future, getting connection with conscious connection with that, with the jaguar, with with the river dolphin, with uh, whatever it is for you. That one of the ways we feed that that power animal spirit is with appreciation, mm-hmm. gratitude. Thank you for coming to me. Thank you for your medicine. Thank you for your lives, and with prayers for their families that on the physical plane are are so threatened uh, in this in this middle world at this time. And that and when that's coming from our heart, it's not just empty words. That gratitude. Thank you for your life, dear Spirit. Thank you for all that you do for me, helping on my path and my family, and helping the people on their path. I appreciate you. I love you. And prayers and protection for your people. So when that's coming from our hearts, it, like in any other relationship, the receiver, in this case the spirit of the power a- animal, feels seen and appreciated, and, 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 and so it opens to want to give us more. So that's, that's how we, uh, it's not by asking or taking or grasping, it's by giving uh, gratitude that the doorway opens for us to receive and applying that to for prayers and protection for all those families of the power animals that, that came to and will be coming to people, including you, Mr. Krishna Das. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you all for being here again. Uh, We'll see you next week. Happy Shamanic Sundays, everyone.
1: Oh, all blessings.
0: All blessings. Take care. Thank you, animal spirits that came to us and will come to us. Bye. Thanks again for joining us today. Make sure to check back regularly for more inspiration And if you enjoyed this, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review on Apple Podcasts telling us what you learned. Also, share it with a friend via text or email. Remember, most of all, you are a sacred, worthy, luminous being, and we are so thrilled to share this regenerative journey with you.